Building websites can be a frustrating old process, can't it? You design and launch a website for a client and then watch it slowly atrophy because of lack of investment. The web moves at such a pace that by the time you launch a site, the design and technology can already begin to feel dated. Within a few months, it's starting to get embarrassing and a couple of years on, nobody points customers to the site anymore because it's just so out of date. Admittedly, many clients recognise that some basic maintenance is required in order to update content and fix typos. However, there is little investment in the ongoing evolution of many sites. The problem is that when we talk in these terms, it can sound like we're trying to extract more money from our clients. We know that that's not the case, but we need to learn to communicate the benefits of ongoing evolution more clearly if clients are going to believe us. In this post, I want to share five approaches that have proved successful in explaining the benefits of ongoing investment to the clients. And the first one is a garden analogy. This is actually from Seth Godin, who once wrote, Great projects are gardens. They are tended, they shift, they grow. They endure over time, gaining a personality and reflecting their environment. When um, something dies or fades away, we prune, replant and grow again. By all means build, but don't finish, don't walk away. And if you replace the word project with website, you have a great way of describing website evolution to clients. The problem is that most clients think of the web like constructing a building. You draw up plans, you begin construction, finish the build and then the job is done. Yes, you may do an occasional bit of maintenance, but essentially the building is not going to change again. Comparing a website to a garden is a great way of getting clients to think in the right way. Gardens take time to bed in. They have to be nurtured and almost always improve with age. What is more, gardens need to be pruned, and most websites I encounter certainly could do with some content pruning back every few months or so. The next technique that I use is the false economy argument. Clients prefer to think of their website as a series of finite projects because that doesn't require an ongoing financial commitment. However, ultimately, this kind of thinking is extremely costly. Most company websites exist in a constant boom-bust cycle with periodic redesigns every few years. Unfortunately, there are two problems with this approach. First, each redesign usually consists of entirely throwing out the old site and starting from scratch, and that's a huge waste of money. There is no need to throw out everything. The only reason this happens is that the site has been neglected for so long that it's easier than picking through the mess. If the site is continually evolved, this isn't necessary. The second problem is that the website is only really at its peak performance when there has just been a redesign. When the money then dries up, it starts to decay. The design begins to look dated, the technology becomes superseded by the competition, and the content falls into disrepair and doesn't represent the organisational changes that are going on. Before long, it is an embarrassment, and so it's more of a hindrance than a help. In fact, you could argue that most websites are never at their peak performance because they're not built on user behavior data. And this brings us on to the next point, which is the path to user enlightenment. Sure, we can do some usability testing during the development process, but the truth is we don't really know how users are going to behave until the site goes live. When a site goes live, we could have all the data we'd ever want to about users and how they're interacting with our website. 
problem is, is there's no money or resources to either look at that data or act on it. A website should be continually monitored and improved based on the analytics gained. And explaining this to a client helps them to see the need for ongoing investment. Quoting some figures also helps. For example, I recently did some split testing on the wording associated with my newsletter subscription form and was able to increase signups by 96%. That wouldn't have been possible without some kind of ongoing investment on my part. Another good technique for getting clients to realize the need for ongoing investment is the SEO carrot. The one thing all clients want more than anything else is to be number one on Google. Of course, we all know it's not as easy as um, some spam emails would suggest. However, there are some things that Google really like and a site which is constantly evolving is one of them. Google likes fresh content and updated sites because they demonstrate that the site owner is committed to improving what he's offering users. This is a great way of encouraging clients to invest in their sites. If they want to improve their rankings, then they need to evolve their sites and create new, fresh, engaging and relevant content for their users. The final approach that I want to raise is the wish list trick. You know how annoying it is when a client suggests things that are out of scope? What if you could turn that into an advantage? What if you could use their desire to expand the scope of the project to get them investing in the ongoing development of their site? I'm actually a huge fan of scope creep. I actively encourage it. In fact, I'm always the first to suggest an idea for a site that is outside of the project's scope. This allows me to introduce the idea of a phase two wish list. The phase two wish list is where all the ideas out of scope are put. Nothing's too silly, too big or too ambitious to go in the phase two wish list. That is because the phase two wish list gets the client thinking about long term development of the site. Sure, it's out of scope for the current bill, but it can be introduced later. After all, that's the great thing about the web. It's easy to evolve, improve and grow. Ultimately, all of these approaches are simply about shifting the client's thinking. They're about showing them that the web has a lot more potential if it's set free from the periodic redesign and allowed to evolve over time.